0: Oh baby, I'm fired up. Welcome into the chatter. No time for sponsors. We just get right into this thing. The Cincinnati Reds giving me a reason for an emergency podcast. And you say, Chuck, the Reds suck. Yes, they do. But help is on the way. This one's going to be hard to screw up. A little three-headed monster down in AAA has now turned into two talented players in Louisville. Is Matt McClain gets the call up to the big show after hitting... A robust, and this is through 38 games in AAA, McClain hit three forty eight with 12 homers, 40 RBI, an OPS of nearly 1,200. If you play fantasy baseball, get McClain on your roster yesterday. I mean, at the very least, he's worthy of a tryout through the first couple of days at Coors Field. Um, Kevin Newman, the starting shortstop before him, Kevin Newman's going to be working at Skyline by the end of the month. Matt McClain is an absolute stud. Out of UCLA, former first-round pick, thought it may take some time like it typically does with the Reds' farm system to get him up to the big show. No, it took it took no time at all. And Kevin Newman's family, if you're listening to the podcast, I know you're big fans of the chatter, that's with all due respect. That's how highly I think of Matt McClain and also how highly I think of Skyline. Ellie De La Cruz, Matt McClain, Christian Encarnacion Strand. Baby! How can you not be fired up? And if you're not fired up, if you haven't been at the ballpark in a while, you know, since pre-pandemic, get ready. Get rid of your Yasiel Puig jerseys. You're going to have three to choose from here soon. The pitching of the future just got brought up, and I know Hunter Green, Nick Lodolo haven't looked great thus far, but give them a couple of years before you make a verdict. At the very least they've shown they can put together good outings and can strike out a lot of hitters. But how long has it been since the Reds have had a crop of prospects like this in terms of hitting? It's been forever. You go back to Jay Bruce, Johnny Cueto, Todd Frazier, all those players that the Reds traded, thinking they'd get a boatload of prospects, they returned John Lamb, Brandon Finnegan. Hell, who did Chapman return? I don't even know who was in those return trades because none of them were good. Not a single one. Irrelevancy. And that's how you go through a seven-year period of being a doormat in the National League Central. You trade away guys that at the time had a lot of value. Now, I know that every single one of them pretty much fizzled off, aside from maybe a Raltus Chapman, right after the Reds traded them. But they were high-value players at the time, and the Reds got nothing in return. This crop of guys... I'm going to do it. I'm going to clap it up for the front office. You won't hear me do that often. But L.A. De La Cruz, that's a diamond in the rough that they didn't have to pay much money to that no one else wanted, apparently, because he landed in Cincinnati, Ohio. Now the Reds are doing the fleecing. How's Tyler Malley, Minnesota? Oh, yeah, that's right. He's on the injured list. Now the Reds are doing the fleecing. So we think. None of these players have done anything at the Major League level, and we should probably... uh, Wait to give a verdict until they do something. With that being said, it on paper right now looks like the Reds are doing some fleecing. Get in, losers. We don't need a cut payroll. We don't have to pay these guys anything. What a time to be alive if you're a Reds fan. Now, here's the thing that I don't understand. You're getting no one to the games. Where else are you going to go? Apparently everywhere else. Apparently people right now are tubing on the Ohio River because... No one's showing up to the ballpark based on what I'm seeing on the big screen. But Matt McClain's the first to get the call-up. Now, if I was GM, these three would have been getting the call-up at once because they're already, and quite frankly, the Reds have players on their roster that aren't doing anything for your future. And aside from that, they're not doing anything for this season either. I'm not calling out names. <coughs> Will Myers. If this was an emergency podcast, I would have our producer, Eric Tefford dropping in the Will Byers. Well, well, but I can do Winona Ryder well, so I'll I'll just do it. As an aspiring GM of a baseball team someday, however, I think the Reds did this one wrong. I don't know why you bring them up one at a time. They're all ready. This is the easiest press release in the world. Get all three of them on there and say the future is now. Where else are you going to go? Honestly, that's what they should do. They should play off the Castellini flub of saying, where else are you going to go? And they should have the three on the press release, welcome to Cincinnati, where else are you going to go? And quite frankly, people would say, all right, it's time to get our asses to the ballpark because these three can absolutely play at an elite level. You want some numbers? <laughs> Poindexter, get out the numbers, baby. Ellie De La Cruz, according to Chris Welsh in spring training, was the best player on the Cincinnati Reds. And Christian and Strand probably wasn't far behind. These two are ready. They are wasting mileage at the AAA level. Service time is over. There's nothing to worry about. At this point, they're depreciating in AAA. They have nothing left to prove. Ellie De La Cruz. Got off to a, a horrific start because he was coming back from injury. So I could see, all right, he, no time for the big leagues yet. Get him healthy. Bring him up. He's healthy. He's had a fabulous month of May where he's raised his average to 278, has six home runs, 17 RBI, and an OPS nearing 1,000 at 958. Now, if you have an OPS in the big leagues above 850, you're a stud. All three of these guys, Matt McClain, Elliot Cruz. And Christian Encarnacion Strand have just about 1,000 OPS and have been doing that at every stop of the minor leagues. And De La Cruz, Encarnacion Strand did it in spring training. They're ready. Encarnacion Strand can't play defense, I hear. Guess what he can do? He can hit. Guess what the Reds have open? A designated hitter spot. How convenient. Bring him in! Bring him in! Sell the press release, baby, while you're at it you may as well just bring back the uh, Bronson Arroyo wig hat as a promotional item. Now, I know Arroyo, you do not even have to be there. Just bring it back. Be like, hey, McLean, De La Cruz, Encarnacion Strand are making their debuts at Great American Ballpark on Friday, and we're going to have Bronson Arroyo wig hat night. And Willie Mopena is going to throw out the first pitch because everyone has an irrational love for Willie Mopena. But the time is tomorrow for Encarnacion Strand to be next. You can give De La Cruz a few more weeks just because of position-wise. you got Steer, who's looking fine. So where do you put De La Cruz anyway right now? But at some point, he has to be brought up too. But Encarnacion Strand is a call-up tomorrow. What are you waiting for? The time is now. This feels like, I think it was Dusty Baker's first year or Jerry Naron's last year. I can't remember. It's been a while, but maybe like 08, where the Reds... You kind of looked at them, Jay Bruce got brought up, Johnny Cueto, Edinson Volquez, I think Josh Hamilton was on the team, 07 sounds right, and you're like, all right. I guess Edinson Volquez was not on the team because they traded Josh Hamilton for him, but you get my point. That was the team that you looked at and said, okay, this is the future, and they had a future. Now unfortunately that future didn't get past the first round of the playoffs, but they were one of the best teams in baseball, let's not forget that. And now you have a crop of youngsters ready to go and ready to pack the fans back in the stands. Because there's not many people there. The Lemon Chill, the the Dippin' Dot sales, the Cotton Candy vendors, they're alone. They can't sell anything. Because there's no one there to sell it to. Get asses back in the seats. You do that by bringing up young studs. Do the right thing. And here I am, after searching Christian Encarnacion Strand's name on Google, the Bog Red Machine seven hours ago said, Christian Encarnacion Strand should be called up before Joey Votto returns. I'm not convinced Joey Votto is going to play another game. Are you? I mean, what are we waiting on? Reds fans are very patient that potentially two of their best five players on this year's team, I'm not talking about the future. I think Encarnacion Strand and De La Cruz, if you brought them up like right now, are better than 95% of the hitters on this Reds team, and they're sitting there in AAA getting ready to make a AAA All-Star game. What are we doing? Reds fans, very patient. If I was at Cincinnati right now, I'd be outside of the Oakley-Aglameses with a picket sign. Bring them up. Bring them up. They've got nothing left to prove, folks. Eye-popping numbers in AAA. I spent some time in the minor leagues. And a couple of seasons, I was in Tennessee, Montgomery, for the Biscuits, the Smokies, whatever it was. These aren't numbers you see. When I did see these numbers, they came from players like Javier Baez, Chris Bryant, Addison Russell, Kyle Schwarber, really good big league players at one point or another. And that's what the Reds have with these three right now. Why are they not on a plane together? Why are you not selling the press release? Why is it not three up? three down. The Reds are here to stay. Here we are. What are we waiting for? All right, that's my emergency rant. It's funny, you know, because 99% of the podcasts out there, they'd be so happy. I'm happy! Talking about Matt McClain and how he gets called up and the Reds potentially have their shortstop of the future. I am happy. I told you at the very beginning, I'm fired up. I am fired up. But I'm also fired up in a negative way, because I just don't know what the Reds are waiting for. Taking their sweet time, service time's out the window. Now, if there's something you want to tell me, find me on Twitter at Charlie Walter TV. Find me on Instagram. I think it's the same name. Find me on LinkedIn. Hell, I probably have a MySpace somewhere if you want to add me, check out my top friends, and see what Tom's up to nowadays. But I keep it real, I cover the San Francisco Giants. And these fans out here don't have prospects like this to look forward to. Casey Schmidt just got his call up. Giants fans are losing their minds because they haven't seen a hitting prospect like this in a long time either. The Reds have three of them. The only thing I can look at and point to why they haven't been brought up is maybe the the Jose Garcia comparison where he was potentially brought up too early and maybe, just maybe, it affected his development. I don't know. I'm a big fan of if you're rolling, if your confidence is hot, that's when you bring them up. And these guys are rolling right now in the minor leagues. Having them hit for the all-time record in Louisville, having Ellie De La Cruz mash a 1,200 OPS, it's doing nothing. Then he has to break into the big leagues next year. What are you waiting on? It's time. June 1, I want him up. If not, I'll see you at the Aglamises. Here's the deal, folks. I'm going to be doing more of these podcasts Give it a five-star if you like it. Give it a review if you like it so we can pop back up on the rankings and take down Gun Talk. Tomorrow, Houdini is back. Chuck and Houdini. We're going to talk some chatter. We're even going to get into some Cincinnati Bearcats basketball as he is on the way. Houdini would marry Wes Miller if he could. Now, me personally, I hope Wes is still renting because there's a lot to be determined in the Wes Miller era. However... Love the recruits, love the passion, love what he stands for, how much the players respect him, and I think the uh, the direction and the vision and his, what is the saying? The movement, I, I love it all. I'm a fan of it. Still has a lot to prove. Houdini and I will talk about that and just get into a, a bunch of shenanigans. It's what we do. He'll ask me about hanging out in San Francisco I'll tell you all good things. 70 degrees, it's sunny. Yeah, it's about $90 for a crab bisque. But aside from that, it's a great place. Hope everyone's doing great. Hope the natties hanging in there. For my sake, everyone go out, order three cheese conies with mustard and onions, one with habanero cheese, please, and a water, and a water. If you're feeling a little crazy, see if they have some Mountain Dew Code Red. That was my uh, potion before... CYO games back in the day, but hope everyone's doing well. And remember, peace, love, and Joe Burrow.